0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. This evening, Aunt Mary Lane's little farmhouse on Willow Road was brightly lit. In her room upstairs, Peggy Douglas, Aunt Mary's niece, was dressing with particular care. But strangely enough, she was not wearing a new dress. Instead, after much thought, she had chosen a bright red wool, a dress she'd worn a long time ago when Bill Meade had been a frequent visitor at the Lane Farm, before his marriage to Kit Mead. There were lights burning in Randy Lane's room, too, for his mother had chewed her somewhat reluctant son into change into a white shirt. Downstairs, Aunt Mary herself was busy in the kitchen, which was fragrant with the odor of roasting meat, and a luscious apple pie, which was cooling on the windowsill. Aunt Mary was dressed up, too, with an odd little native necklace around her neck, which Randy had sent her from the islands when he was overseas. Now, as she moves about the pleasant kitchen in her calm, efficient way, she hears the little pickup truck come into the driveway, hears the motor die with a little sputter. And a moment later...
2: Oh, I've been
0: working on a railroad
2: All a live long
3: day I've been working... Hi, Aunt Murray. Oh, hello, Lefty. You got back just in time. In time for what?
2: Dinner isn't ready yet, is it?
3: No, but, um... Uh... I want you to make one of your nice fires tonight. Okay. It'll only take a minute. Where's Peggy? She's upstairs getting dressed. Oh? Is she going out? No. Just changing.
2: Oh. Oh, where's uh,
3: Randy? He's changing his clothes, too. And I think it would be nice if you'd freshen up a little.
2: Say, what is this? You're all dolled up, too, Aunt Mary. Uh, Don't tell me I've forgotten somebody's birthday.
3: (laughs) No. It's nobody's birthday.
2: Well, something's going on. Aunt Mary, I hope it's not that committee of yours. Those sour, pushed old, old...
3: Lefty. Those ladies are all very fine women. And they're to be respected for the job they're doing for the young people of the community.
2: Maybe so. They still look like blue stockings to me.
3: Oh, blue stockings. (laughs) Oh, Lefty, that word went out of fashion in 1900. Not with me, it didn't.
2: Well... Anyway,
3: what is going on? We're having company. Oh, sure, that's easy. But who? Lifty. I talked to Angus McKillop today. What's that got to do with it? Don't tell me he's... He, uh, he told me something rather important. Bill Mead and Kit were divorced yesterday.
2: Yeah, they were, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, it's about time that mess got taken care of. Now maybe we can all forget about it and stop harping on it all the time. What happened to the kid of theirs, huh?
3: The baby was awarded to Kit.
2: I figured it would be.
3: Bill was feeling pretty low about it.
2: You don't say. Excuse me while I don't break into
3: tears. Now, Lefty, I want you to be nice to Bill tonight. You mean he's the one everybody is... Yes. I invited Bill to come out to dinner. And I want you to behave yourself now. You're always so grumpy when that boy comes here.
2: Look, Aunt Mary, you needn't worry about me. I'm not going to be here. You can just count me out.
3: I'd rather go hungry no, than... Now, Lefty. It's time we had this out, once and for all. You've been fussing and fuming for months. Every time Bill Mead's name comes up. And when he comes out here, you hardly speak to him. Why should I? All he does is get Peggy all upset again. I'd like to see him clear out of
2: town. Stop bothering us.
3: I'm not asking you to like Bill, Lefty. I realize I can't expect that. But I do think you ought to be fair. That boy's done everything he could do to be honest with us. With Peggy. He's behaved very honorably all through these months. And I think he deserves some credit.
2: He's not going to get any from me.
3: Oh, I know you're only thinking of it from Peggy's standpoint. But we might as well make up our minds. We'll have to let Peggy decide how she feels. We can't affect what happens in the long run. No matter what we do.
2: We can see that she isn't exposed to something that'll hurt her.
3: But keeping Bill away isn't the answer. If two people love each other... Who said they did?
2: Aunt Mary, you, you seem to forget that Peggy's
3: engaged to Nicholas Dorn. There's a guy who's worthy of her. Nicholas is a fine boy. I don't deny it. But Peggy has to make up her own mind. And she'd still have to, Lefty. Even if Bill Mead were a thousand miles away.
2: I only wish he were.
3: But he's not. He's coming out here to dinner tonight, and... Oh, there he is now. Now, Lefty, you go and let the boy in. Try to be friendly and gracious. He's come here at my invitation to be a guest in our house. And I want him to feel he's welcome.
2: I'll try to do what you want, Aunt Mary. It's your house and all. But, darn it, do I have to let him in?
3: Can't I come in later? I'd be very grateful. I've got to get the dinner on the table. Peggy isn't down yet. No Randy.
2: Oh, well, if I have to... Oh, good evening, Lefty. Hello, Bill. Come in. Come on in the living room. Oh, thanks. Uh, here we are. Sit down, Bill. Uh, look, why why don't you take that easy chair of mine? It's very comfortable. Oh well,
4: thanks. That's nice of you, Lefty. Well, I don't believe I've ever sat in this chair before. <laughs> I've always felt as if it had your name on it. Ah, well, a guy gets used to sitting in a certain place.
2: I guess I've sort of hogged it most of the time. Oh, I I didn't mean that. The evening paper's right there on the table. If you'd like to read, go ahead.
4: Enjoy yourself. Uh, Hey, uh, don't you bother about me, Lefty. I'll be all right. Well, that's swell, Bill.
2: Just make yourself at home. Uh... Uh, say, I've got to go out and get some wood. I'm going to make a fire. Will, will you excuse me?
4: Well, sure, Lefty. Go, go right ahead.
2: Okay. Uh, Bill. Uh, yeah, Lefty? If, if Aunt Mary should come in, she's out in the kitchen, you know, would you just tell her that I I got you settled and, and I had to go out and get some wood for the fire?
4: Yeah, I'll tell her.
2: Peggy will probably be down pretty soon anyway.
4: Well,
2: I'll be seeing
4: you in a little while. Uh, Sure. (laughs) Not that Dickens got into him, I wonder. Acting sort of screwy. Lefty behaved himself beautifully at
1: dinner, considering what an effort it was. And all in all, the meal was a great success. Afterward, Randy insisted on helping his mother with the dishes, and Lefty disappeared toward his own little house, probably to recover from trying to be agreeable to Bill. Now, Peggy and Bill have stepped out to the front porch for a minute.
0: Isn't it beautiful tonight, Bill? That moon's just as big as you said it was.
4: Yeah. It was just coming up as I drove out here tonight. <laughs> oh, what was that song you always used to sing?
0: Oh, a uh, uh, Moon Glow? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I used to love hearing you sing that.
0: <laughs> you almost convinced me I could sing.
4: Well, you can. You have a lovely voice, Peggy.
0: Well, I'm glad you think so, Bill.
4: Uh, Have you seen Jane Plummer lately?
0: No, I haven't. You know how busy Jane is. Yeah.
4: Uh,
0: How's your job, Bill? It's
4: fine, fine. Uh, Of course, I'm sort of behind with a lot of things this week. But with the uh, divorce...
0: That's right. It probably was sort of, well, upsetting.
4: Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm glad it's over, though. For a lot of reasons.
0: Naturally, Bill. It's, it's been hanging over your head so long.
4: Well, I mean, it's wonderful to know that there's nothing to keep me from. Uh, that is, that my life is all clear
0: again. It would be. I'm awfully happy for you, Bill. If you're happy. Are you, Bill?
4: happy, Peggy? I don't know yet. That all depends. Peggy's heart
1: jumped. Was Bill going to ask her the question she both desired and feared to hear him ask? And if he did, would she dare give him the answer that was in her heart? How could she be sure that was the right answer to give?